call me beep me if you want to reach Ramble Room. Hello, thank you for listening to Ramble Room. Yes, thank you. Thank you for coming to our office today and listening to Ramble Room. Thanks for sitting down with your hot cup of cocoa and listening to Ramble Room as we ramble on and on about Ramble Room. Doesn't that sound like fun, Ariana? I do want hot cocoa now. Fuck. We just sat down, got ready for this bullshit, and now you want to make a cup of hot cocoa. I mean, I won't. I'm just informing you that that's what I would like now. Yeah, let's go make some. Hey, we got our hot cocoa, quite literally. Mm. And uh, we watched Kim Possible movie, So the Drama. <laughs> nice. Get it, Ari. I'm so going to watch it with you it's on your tiny- It's only $23, dude. Yeah, well, it's VHS. That's why. Though you would think it would be more, but because so many people don't have VHS players, they're like, eh, fuck it. We're just sell this cheap because no one's going to buy it. But I will totally watch those on that little ass TV of yours downstairs. Okay. I So Mel and I were talking about, <clears throat> there's an Instagram account called Dawson's Creek Restored. Please follow it if you're a fan of Dawson's Creek because they've been uploading every episode in little clips. Uh, with the original audio, like the original songs, because there was a whole legal giant copyright mess when the show got moved to DVD, and only season one has all of the original songs. Season two through six, it's up for debate whether they got the rights to the correct song, including their theme song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the point where Paula Cole had to re-record the theme song. Yes. Ariana's ordered it. So we were talking about, I said... Are they? Because Melissa owns all the DVDs of Dawson's Creek, and I said, "Is it the original music on there?" And she said, "No. I think that the only way you could watch it with the original music is on VHS." So I looked up on Mercari to see if there were any VHS tapes, <laughs> and they have every single season. And I hope to God that those have the original songs. Otherwise, I, so. I mean, I it'd mean, still be cool to have them on VHS, but still, yeah, it's. Still. I mean, you know, I love the show, so it's fine. <laughs> Even if it doesn't, um, this would be cool to watch them on there. Yeah. But anyway, all that to say, we did get our hot cocoa, cuddled in, cozied up. <laughs> Do you have a story? Oh, yeah. So, um, oh, geez. There's only like two things that really have anything to do with Kim Possible that came to my mind for a long time. I think I still do. Wait, I'm going to turn my text tone up and text me. Text you? Yeah. I don't know if it still is, but it used to be. Nice. Yeah, my phone, my text tone is um, Kim Possible's <laughs> ringtone. Um, and has been since, I think, high school. Maybe a little after high school. I don't know. That's my biggest flex. The only other thing I was going to say is um, Will Friedel. Is that how you say his last name? Friedel. Friedel. <laughs> Iconic. Love him. Um. He does the voice of Ron Stoppable, and uh, I told Melissa that I wanted to <laughs> write a fanfic <laughs> about Eric from Boy Meets World and uh, Jack Hunter, because, listen. You're not the first person to ship that, love. so yeah. No, I know, but I'm telling them that I would like to write a fanfic about it. Yeah. I love them so much. Yeah. That's literally the only thing I could come up with. I don't really. I've never <laughs> just defeated, turned into a fanfic. I never defeated a, an evil doctor. You haven't. I did s tell Melissa when we were watching this. I said Kim Possible is kind of the original Perry the Platypus, and Doctor Draken is the original Doctor Doofenshmirtz. So, but I will say, Ariana, th 
this whole thing reminded me of what happened when we were children. And we played, we used to play with our cousins all the time. And we had this whole thing where I was always the villain. And I swear to God, my name was Dr. Draken or something like that. Mm, mm-hmm. And you were my sidekick. And you were, you were. Uh, I wasn't named. That Shigo, wasn't your name. Your name was like Peach. You were like Princess Peach or something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I couldn't play her when we played Mario Party or Mario Yeah, Party. so you wanted to be Princess Peach. So you were my evil sidekick, but you were a princess. And then, you know, all the, our older sister, Caitlin, and our and our cousin, Bailey, like they were both. Are they we were telling the rock story right now? <laughs> yes. Okay. Hurtful. I didn't really want to expose it to the rest of the world. Okay, here's why the not? Thing. You were like five or six years old. I was old. five or six years old. I was pissed <laughs> off because I couldn't be the evil villain and I couldn't be the superhero. I had to be the sidekick. Basically, everyone almost killed our older sister I Caitlin. Did. And, and you know what? I regret nothing. If we caught it on film. What an iconic Our cousin thing. Zach, who was my my age, but like a, a couple months older. Yeah. And then you were the youngest. But always, yeah, he's always an an odd number of people and i was always left out kill me <laughs> well he was always like playing what was his name like tiger or something or tiger something i don't he know he was like half animal half man and he was trying to protect caitlin and bailey and we were the evil people so i was always this evil doctor and it was so clearly modeled after kim possible yes but, but took, i got pissed off she took her role too much to heart because they kept <laughs> questioning me and Caitlin and Bailey had like the a camera. camera, and I was getting so irritated because I wasn't like a main character, and I deserved to be a main character. So I picked up a brick rock. They had just been like doing <laughs> construction. It was a big rock. Like I'm pretty sure it was a eroded brick. But I picked up a brick and I chucked it, and it hit Caitlin in the eye. And listen. It is not my proudest moment. They dropped the camera. What's it's crazy? It's video. That's the best part. It's like you see the camera fall and, and then, then you see feet running away. But the feet are sideways because the camera's now on its side. So you just hear yeah. our cousin Bailey going, Caitlin! And she's running and screaming. And I honestly don't think I cared <laughs> until we watched it back and everyone was like, look at how pissed off Ariana is. And I was like... <laughs> Like, I genuinely don't think it, I, to me, it didn't register as that big of a deal until my mom and dad were mad at me for throwing a brick at Caitlin's For attempted face. murder. You know, I didn't think that throwing a brick would kill her. I thought maybe she was, I thought she was Kim Possible. I thought maybe she would dodge. She did not. Oh my gosh, it's so funny though. I wish we had that video somewhere. Melissa and I decided lost. to be Shigo and Kim Possible for Halloween this coming <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, that's so. what we're going to be working on now. Lord. <laughs> But I love that because also on that video is Zach and I jumping on a trampoline singing All Star by Smash Mouth because Shrek was all the rage. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that time. I think it was Shrek 2. Oh, it was Shrek 2? Oh, because Shrek, I was, I was younger. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because you would have been like, like two or three. That came out in 2002, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay, well, then it was Shrek 2 was all the rage. And rightfully so. Is there anyway. a Shrek 2? <laughs> What a film. Please we comment on our those. post, our most recent post, if you've watched Shrek 2. What do you just think? Comment, just if comment. If you could give it a rating, give it a rating. From from hashtag, zero to Shrek, how would you rate it? Hashtag me too, but it's Shrek 2. No! So you comment hashtag Shrek 2. <laughs> Shrek the number two, not T-O-O. No, no. Shrek T-O-O. <laughs> yeah. Sh- and Shrek 2. Don't forget about Shrek. Yes. Okay. 
So, so we watched Kim Possible movie, So the Drama. And I have, here's the one sentence pitch. Kim's new campus crush distracts her from Dr. Draken's latest evil plot. It's a good one. Yeah, I think that's a good one sentence pitch. I will say Melissa and I were like reading the credits as the credits are playing. And we're like, oh my gosh. Like all these big names popping up. Star-studded cast. Truly. Truly a star-studded and, cast. And um, Raviv Ullman's name, which is, he went by Ricky Ullman. <clears throat> but Raviv Ullman's name came up and we literally went, oh, Philip the future? <laughs> and Melissa goes, how much you want to bet he's the hot guy? And I said, oh, 100%. Yeah, he is the doubt, crush. And of course he was. And he was. Um, but we actually don't open straight on like credits. We open with Shigo in this like a is plane. Very much modeled after Bond films where we have an opening sequence of Kim kicking ass and Shigo also kicking ass. Shigo I <laughs> love Shigo. I know you do. I just I do too. Adore, I think most people do. I know. I adore her outfits. I love love her green outlined hair. It's amazing. I promise you there are Shigo Kim. Well, there has to Shippers, be right? because I would ship them over her and Ron, honestly. Um, I disagree just because I love Will, and Ron is well, a sweetheart. Feel free to disagree with me, but I'd rather see Kim Possible and Shigo like they gotta work together finally, and they realize Doctor Dragon is no, an idiot. I think I think that it's a enemies to lovers. If it is Sh- Shigo, that's what and, I'm saying. Kim. No, but Shigo doesn't change herself for Kim, and Kim just learns to love, and then they fight each other because they. Shigo likes Draken. Draken no, and Shigo are besties. Shigo does not like Draken. They are besties. She you thinks can't... he's an idiot. Yeah, I think you're an idiot and we're still besties. Oh my word. Whatever. <laughs> I didn't say Shigo had to change herself. I said they both change their feelings for each other by working together on something. They find a better, bigger, common enemy. And it wouldn't be Draken, though, is what I'm saying. Fine, then it's something else. It's Ron. Ron turns evil. Oh, that would be good. Okay, anyway, so we'll write that in our next fan fiction. So, <laughs> yeah, I feel like we need to discuss that at some point. Maybe in our next I, episode. Aaron we have, the have most recently, obscure fan fictions. We've become obsessed with fan fictions, but we haven't written hardly any of them. We did We've start written, like, one. like outlines of yeah, the beginning of one. We did start one, and it's but so obscure. I think, stick around. In the next episode, I'm going to tell you guys, so on Friday, I'm going to tell you guys, about our fan, our weird fan fictions that we've come <laughs> up with. But anyway, you basically have Kim kicking kicking butt. They're trying to save. Now I've got to double check who he's supposed to be. He's supposed he's to be like a toy, the inventor. president of a toy company in Japan, yeah. right? Yeah, and they're uh, in Japan. Yeah, his name is Nakasumi. A very poorly animated um, Japan, I will say. It's just like the buildings are just colorful blocks. You know what? <laughs> Maybe it's greatly animated. So he creates too. He creates um different toys and he's got a new toy design that Shigo's trying to steal for Draken because he's got bigger plans. So that's this whole opening sequence. We get we get to see Wade, aka Mallory. Yeah, he's the guy in the chair. Mm-hmm. And Raven is also in this. Yeah, she's Monique, which is Kim's best friend, and she kind of like um Kim's best friend is Ron Stoppable. I'll fight you. I don't care. They're still best friends. You can have more than one best friend, you idiot. So they're kind of talking um, about prom. Yeah, Monique is telling her about prom because their junior prom is coming up. So um, that's this whole opening sequence. Kim eventually kicks Shigo's ass. Uh, Shigo's pissed off. 
And then we get the opening title credits, which is, it's the. <laughs> oh, yeah, please. I'm your basic average girl. But it's like a slowed down yeah. James guys, Bondy version yeah, of it. Have you guys it. have ever seen Spy? Well, that's also based off of James Bond. Oh, every spy movie is. <laughs> Pretty much. Guy, if you've ever <laughs> seen Spy, though, the end credits are like slow motion song type thing and that's what it is this is all you know what agent cody banks isn't they didn't try to copy james bond spy kids didn't exactly those are those are amazing kid spy movies i love those we'll have to review that at some point we'll, we'll, do, edit a spy. As one of- we'll do a spy marathon okay <laughs> i would love that it's just all the spy kids and then agent cody banks yeah well didn't agent cody banks have two yeah, there's a second one. Yeah. Just it's it doesn't have Hillary Duff, so it's not as good. <laughs> so then we get back from the opening credits. Kim is now on a plane with Nakasumi and his. Doing her homework. Yeah, she's trying to do her geometry. Geometry. She's trying to do a geometry homework. <laughs> she's doing a geometry homework. So <laughs> Nakasumi is there, and there's some weird moment where he's like whispering into his assistant's ear as if he can't speak English. So then you know she's talking to them, and and it seems as though she's translating for him. But then later he's like, no, I can speak English. And he's talking to them. He's like, I just like whispering in my assistant's ear. And I was like, what the fuck is this weird fetish that this guy has? He's like, yes, I like whispering in my assistant's ear, even though I can can talk to you yeah, by myself. It is weird. It's a weird it little was, thing they do. I, yeah. And then the assistant's just like, he has his weird quirks. And it's like, what the fuck are we No, that's about? not a quirk, assistant. That's a fetish. <laughs> so he... He drops them back off. They jump out of the plane on their parachutes. Kim lands in her backyard, comes into the house, and Dad is working on... Sorry. Dr. Possible. They're both doctors. They're both doctors. (laughs) Dad Dr. Possible. Dad Dr. Possible. He's working on his little iPad, even though iPads didn't exist in 2005. Either way. And he's using a stylus, too. I, yeah, I know. You were saying that. So he's working on his new project as a rocket scientist called Hephaestus? Hephaestus. It's a word. Hephaestus. That isn't a real word. I don't know if it is or not, but... I'll look it up. <laughs> it's called Hephaestus. And... Like asbestos. <laughs> right. And then Mom Doctor Possible, who's a neurosurgeon, she comes in and, you know, they're drinking their morning coffee. Kim lands in the backyard. If you don't know Kim Possible, what? Hephaestus is a Greek god. I, it sounded like it would be. Um, of blacksmiths, metalworking, carpenters, craftsmen, and artisans. That makes sense for Symbol, what happens. Symbol, hamber, anvil, tongs. Parents, Zeus, and Hera. That makes sense for what happens in this. Sure but, does. Okay, so then if you've never watched Kim Possible. Then go watch it. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> The show's premise is, like, everyone at school, her parents, her whole family knows that she's a spy. It's really not the most safe thing. It isn't, but I kind of like it compared to most things where it's like, I gotta keep my identity hidden. Yeah. I kind of like that everyone's just like, Kim Possible does it again, and no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it is it is uh, for uh, for safety reasons. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. Like, Hannah Montana. <laughs> the Hannah Montana thing is stupid because it's like... It's not most that stupid. Airy. Most people are fine. <laughs> the fact that Kim, who's an actual spy who has her life in danger, 
if she doesn't have a secret identity, that doesn't make sense. I'm just saying, I understand Hannah Montana. You do not. Yes, I do. You've never lived a double pop life star. No, I How- understand why she would want that, though. I said life star instead of star life. A star double pop life, life star. Star bright. Anyway, so Dad's working on some project that we don't know yet. Named after a Greek god. And then her Her brothers brothers who are Tim and Tom. (laughs) Maybe it is Tom. But Tom and Tim, her twin brothers, they also kind of like messing around with toys and rockets and stuff. Basically, this family is so chaotic and so smart. They are, and they have the coolest ass house in the entire universe. I love that house. You should model your house. After. It kind of looks like a back the Doc Brown's Back to the Future house, like his big mm. right with the long driveway that goes up. Yeah. Anyway, I could see where you would think that and see yeah. that. So then we get back to Shigo. Obviously, she is. You she stole to. Nakasumi's jacket in the whole tumble with. She meant Kim. to steal him. Yeah, she meant to steal him, but she got his jacket instead. And then she goes to Draken, um, but before she does, Draken has, like, set upon his little synthadroids, or synth drones, whatever they're called. Synthadroids. Let's just call them synthadroids. He sets the, his synthadroid army on her, and she, like, pokes a hole in one of them, and then this weird green goo comes yeah, out of him. It's a weird moment. So they're, like, robot slash dolls that have been programmed to battle. And she goes, like, this is a stupid invention. And he's like, oh, really? And then they get into their typical banter where she goes, like, you're an idiot. Because and he's, they're best friends. And he's saying, I've got all these great plans. And uh, he's taking her through going, torturing is going well. And it's like a guy being tortured by, by like, the it's a small world ride. I don't even know. And then, <laughs> and then there's another little glass thing that he has in his lab or his lair where it's, like, He's working on teen memorabilia, and there's a poster that says Britina, and it's just Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera mixed together. It's like a blonde girl with a ponytail. <laughs> and I was like, wow. <laughs> did this come out in 2005? I think so. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but what's weird is that was all bigger, I would say, like three or four years before 2005, but it's just like the aftermath. The 90s didn't end I know 2005. It's 2005, though. You just said 2004. I know, but it's just like a year off. They were probably making this in 2004. You're right. So she's like, I don't understand what this plan, and he's like, that's exactly the point. He's um, like, you're not supposed to understand. Then we flash back to, because but, Kim is an uh, your basic average girl, she's in high school. Um, I was going to say, she go, gives the jacket to Draken, and he pulls out a drawing. And then he's all excited because he's got a blueprint to what his new toy design was going to be. And I think that's what he really was after. I totally missed that when we watched this. I'm not going to lie. And then as you said, Kim is at school. Kim is a cheerleader. And then there's Bonnie, the mean girl. And she's like telling Kim that she's a loser because she doesn't have a boyfriend like all the other cheerleaders do. Do you know? Same, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) And not that I was a cheerleader. Yeah, then she goes to Bueno Nacho. She's hanging out with Monique, and Monique is telling her, um, Monique? Don't worry about this. You know, 
Well, because Kim is saying that the reason she doesn't have a boyfriend is because she saves the world and that's intimidating to guys. Yeah. And and mm. Monique is basically like, if he can't get with you while you're yourself, then he doesn't deserve you. Yeah. So that's the tea. Ron is also ordering... He's trying to order all these nacho specials, and the cashier guy is telling him, <laughs> he's like, all of those deals have been canceled, They those promotions don't exist anymore, and Ron is like, what? So he's devastated, and then um, Kim gets a call from Wade that Draken and she go, they're going to a club called Bermuda Triangle. Which, honestly, iconic. Also, guys, this movie is only an hour and nine minutes long, so if you don't want to waste time... I love cartoon movies. Watch this movie. Yeah, like, this length of movie is perfect. Or even just... I mean, most Disney Channel movies are pretty great length, because it's just, like, an hour and a half. But some of them, like Can of Worms, feel like they're five hours long. That's true. I guess it just depends. Anyway... So, Ron and Kim are going to Bermuda Triangle. Um, Kim, <laughs> Kim's dressed in this, like, long purple dress, but she puts on this wig. And the wig, I thought it was going to be, like, able to stay on her head. And later it, it flies off It flies off immediately. I don't even know where it went when Shigo attacks her. Shigo, like, hits her with her fire hands, and then that's the end of the wig. Yeah. And then there's this... Before the fight ensues, there's this whole funny sequence of, like, Draken going to this uh, mob boss dude who's got information, oh, yeah. and he he's going to go approach him, but his guard is like, what's the password? And, he and goes, he's like, I don't, know. I don't know any passwords. And then he gets thrown out the window, and Shigo goes, you didn't know the password, did you? And he's like, you know the password? And then he goes back up there. It happens several more times where he just, he does not know how to negotiate with villains, and Shigo just keeps Which telling him he's an idiot. Um, you think after this many years. Yeah. So then there's also a whole part where Ron has a side story where he falls through the vent because Kim goes into the ladies' bathroom to uh, basically get into the party or sneak into the party. And Ron, I guess he's trying to go to the men's bathroom, but instead he falls through because of the laser lipstick thing that Wade has provided. It ends up cutting through the entire tunnel, and he falls through into, like, a poker game, and there's this whole weird side story while the fighting is going on with Shigo, where Ron is losing money, I don't like know. Like, five million dollars. Yeah, it's not important, but... Then why'd you bring it up? Because it's part of the movie. <laughs> oh, right, I forgot that we were a podcast that described I'm movies. just saying we don't have much to say on that plot point. You're right. He comes in as the kid, though, if you were curious. <laughs> right. As to what his alias is. So while Kim and Draken are fighting... No. (laughs) So while Kim and Shigo are fighting... Also, when that happened, Kim, like, walks into the party. And and immediately, Shigo is up her ass about it. Not even two seconds later, Shigo has spotted her in her stupid-ass wig, pulled her wig off, and So what was the point of the wig, Kim? If literally Shigo can smell you and attack... (laughs) Shigo is so cool, though. She's, like, an actual villain who, like, I just love that she's she's the true boss in this villainy. Oh, absolutely. It's very much, we were t- we talked about this when we watched it, but it's very <laughs> much the little brother and, uh, Matt. what is her name, though? It's, like, Marissa or something. In Melina. In Lizzie McGuire, yes. It's, like, Melina is the head of the operation, but Matt is, like, 
He thinks he's in charge, he but he's he not. Is. But it's like in the movie, in the Lizzie McGuire movie, she goes, why do we even pretend you're in charge? <laughs> yeah. And it's very much that. Where it's like, she go is definitely the brains She's behind the operation. just on top of things. Which is funny because this is all Draken's plan. I know. So then, while the fighting is going on, Draken is talking to the mob boss guy. He's physically useless, I guess. And they do this trade of money for the... It's like a code to break into the computers for Nakasumi's, you know, system. So he gives him this list and he opens it up and it's just a grocery list. And the mob guy's like, thanks for the money. And they put throw him out the window again. So that whole entire thing was pointless for Draken. But we got a cool Shigo Kim fight, so. Yeah, the whole scene's kind of pointless until it's just a means for Kim and Shigo to fight. Yeah. So then Kim is back at school after this. Um, she's talking to Ron. Ron is trying to get a petition going for to save Bueno Nacho. He's trying to save Nako Knight. Yeah, and Kim is down. She's feeling bad about not having a boyfriend or not having a date to prom. Same. And Ron is, Ron's like trying to make her feel better, but she's like, I think I'm just going to go home. But she signs his petition because she realizes she kind of hurt his feelings by not supporting him. And then... Um, she she comes to this realization of like all I'm gonna have all I have is Ron, like all I have is my best friend. And earlier Monique was saying, well, what's wrong with Ron? And she's like, it's yeah. different because he's my best friend. He's not like, yeah, oh, the hot guy in school that's gonna be my boyfriend. Right. Well, and then even like her mom later she she's talking to her mom about it on the phone, and her mom's like, well, what about Ron? And she goes, I love Ron, but like not in that way, and like. And her mom literally says, do you not like Ron in that way because he's not popular enough? And she's like, uh, what? Uh, I, uh. <laughs> yeah. She's like, kind of. So. Then it's the next day at school. Yeah. Then it's the next day at school. And we do see that um, Kim's dad, there was a little scene in between that where Kim's dad is working on his rocket scientist thing. And he's looking into the synthodroid technology and stuff like that. So, yeah, then the next day at school, we get Eric, who comes in on his scooter, takes Ron's parking spot. And guess who does the voice for Eric? It's Revival Man, baby. Phil of the freaking future, dude. (laughs) We love Phil of the future. We love that guy. And first Ron's like, excuse me, why are you in my spot? And Eric is immediately apologetic. And And Ron's like, actually, you know what? I'm kind of into you. Yeah, and then they become friends. Eric's got kind of weird helmet hair, though, I will say. I, d- I, d- I was, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was expecting him to be a lot more attractive. Like, you could have drawn him so attractive. They could have. But I and kind of like that they did. didn't. Yeah. Uh, so they get into the cafeteria. Eric, uh, Ron's showing Eric around. And Eric's like, who is that? Ron goes, the cafeteria lady. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's just a lunch lady. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, the young girl. And he goes, oh, that's Kim. She's my best friend. And then he, like, questions him and says, you're not, like, a thing, are you? And Ron goes, no, no, we're just best friends. Okay. Oh, sure, Somebody Ron. protests too much, Ronald. It's like the sure Jan meme. Sure Jan. Sure Jan. Uh, <laughs> what is it, George Glass? Yeah, George Glass. There's I- also a really... F- funny part of the scene where the lunch lady oh yeah if you look at everyone else's plates they have like nice fresh looking food 
And then like Ron lettuce and tomatoes. Yeah. And meat. Ron gets like a giant slop of brown sludge as his lunch. And like when you look at it compared to everyone else's plates, it's hilarious. But it's because of the way he talks to her. He talks to her like, I'd like a risotto light on the salt. And she's like, no, here's a mystery meat yeah. concoction. So then Eric comes and sits by Kim and Monique. And Monique is like, uh, he's hot. You should talk to him. They obviously like each other. Ron starts acting jealous. And then we get a little montage of Kim and Eric hanging out. Would it be a Disney Channel movie if there wasn't a montage? I don't know. Oh, my God. I don't think it would. Guys, in the next episode, really stick around for the next episode. Because let me just tell you. (laughs) We were watching Montage Central. We were watching. There was eight montages in that movie. Counted on our fingers, eight montages. But we came up with a drinking game, too, so. Oh boy, you're gonna want to stay too. <laughs> You'll be absolutely smashed, hammered. Maybe you might want to like not take a full shot because you would be absolutely like a, like a quarter of the shot. We don't promote alcohol poisoning, so just you know, or drunk driving. What? <laughs> what does that have to do with the drinking game? Watching a movie? <laughs> we don't support. Yeah, because I don't want people to drink trying. so much that they end up. Damaging their liver for life. I was trying to think of like, (laughs) I was trying to think of like other causes of like being drunk. No, Larry. (laughs) We don't condone drunk driving. So Ron is jealous, but he's still hanging out with them. So they're having dinner at Kim's house and they're getting pizza ready. The mom calls um, the dad and he's still at work working on the syntho droid stuff. And then Dr. Draken comes into the office. He, like, tries to kidnap the dad. Or, no, he does kidnap the dad. Because he's trying to get secrets out of the dad's head. Because he's got this new thing called, what is it? A brain? What does he call it? I've already forgotten. Okay, yeah. So he deletes the <clears throat> Hephaestus file. And then Draken says, brain tap machine. Brain tap. Thank you. Um, I was just reading the subtitles. Yeah. So he's got this brain tap machine that he was going to use on Nakasumi to get his knowledge of of the technology. Because, like, the dad ends up deleting the Hephaestus data on mm-hmm. his iPad. I'm just going to call it an iPad. A tablet. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, he kind of kidnaps the dad. But the dad ends up getting released because they just needed him for the brain tap to get information from his brain. Yeah. Um, well, no, Kim has to save the dad. Oh, she does. That's right. <laughs> then we have more stuff at Bueno Nacho with R- Ron and Rufus, the naked mole rat. Mm-hmm. And there's the new boss. His name is Lars, voiced by Diedrich Bader. Oh, the for best. Real? Yes. Um, you didn't notice? No. Okay. Well, it was him. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so this new boss is also laying down more rules of like we no longer have bendy straws like all this stuff and ron is getting more and more pissed off at bueno nacho um but kim gets ron they go to save kim's dad who's being held captive by draken but he's like draken's not there and her dad is being he's like tied up above an octopus yeah i have a question for you what i guess i've never looked it up do octopi are they carnivores? Would they eat a human? 
Mm, I'm not sure. I've never heard of an octopus attack. <laughs> Except for like attacking uh, yeah. the octopus. Which I don't think they would, but. Austin Powers. But I feel like they've used that. Are they naturally aggressive? Maybe. Maybe creatures? it'd be like dangerous if it was that big and you were around it. It could possibly strangle you or something like that. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Then I'll accept it. But I just, I've never heard, like you hear of shark attacks. You hear about piranhas eating people. You never, I've never heard. Yeah. An octopus attack. <laughs> attacked five people today. Like, <laughs> yeah. You just don't It'd make more sense if it was like a vat of piranhas or something. Right. Or even a shark or eels or Yeah, you're right. Anything. I don't know why it's a giant octopus. Maybe just for the visual effect. <laughs> Probably. So they save the dad. Um, and then Kim is trying on dresses with Monique at the store to um, find a dress for prom. Because now Eric yeah. has asked her, right? He still hasn't asked her yet. He didn't ask her, but then he shows up at oh. the mall and he goes, you should buy that dress. And she goes, why? And he goes, for prom. Right. And she's like, oh my gosh, he wants to go with me. And then Bonnie comes by and she tries to sabotage, but Monique tells her to shut the fuck up and pushes her out. That's yeah, not what happens. Of, but you know what's crazy is a lot want. of the in-between scenes don't matter. Yeah, they don't. I mean, truly, you could get through the plot of this movie with just a few sentences, but it's fine. The one sentence pitch. <laughs> yeah. Know, like. Anyway, Eric, I think this is, Eric asks her out kind of like. To prom. And Ron is there with them. What's crazy to me is that like, it's Ron, Monique, and Kim all trying on dresses and suits for prom. Right. <laughs> I think it's so cute. But what also happens is Ron constantly has his pants falling down. And I'm like, Ron, just get no, a belt. No, Ron didn't have any pants on. Okay, well, he doesn't have any pants on in this scene, but there's several times throughout this... The show? Because not through the movie. Yes. Throughout the movie. In the beginning of the movie, his pants get pulled down. Oh, no. Then his later... Rock, there was a rocket boost, the boxer booster that he was wearing. <laughs> I don't care. Either way, he keeps showing up in his underwear. He forgets his pants in this, and then later his pants just fall down. And it's like, Ron, just get a secure belt, buddy. I don't know what to tell I you. I think that's just Ron's thing, though. Like, I'm pretty sure that was in the show, too. Maybe it his is. his pants were just <laughs> I don't remember. You would con- I remember seeing his heart boxer all the time, though. So I feel like that's just a Ron stoppable thing. Right. You're not going to change his character for the sake of a film, Melissa. Right. Anyway. So this is, um, then after that scene, Nakasumi realizes that his toy, new toy design has been stolen by Draken. And Draken has also taken over and bought out Bueno Nacho. Hello, my name is Joseph Trudy. And I'm Trudy. And you're listening to QVC, HSN, NBC, ABC, DFJ. Today's product is fresh off the market. Do you would like to know what it is? Would I like to know what it is? Sure. I mean, I guess that's the point of us being here, isn't it, Trudy? Go ahead with the product. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hot. I'm not sorry. Hot. Oh, we got it hot. Hot. Oh, we got it hot. Hot. Oh, we got it. The what the fuck is that? Hot chocolate. We're selling hot chocolate today. What is the difference between hot chocolate and cold chocolate? It's a cold chocolate you eat. Hot chocolate you drink. But can't the hot chocolate get cold? Yes. Isn't that called cold chocolate then? No. 
Then what the fuck is that called? So hot chocolate is a powder of like cocoa and sugar that you throw into. I just gave away the recipe. It's oh, fine. Shit. It's no fucking secret. It's probably on the nutrition facts on the back. You're absolutely right. But then, and you throw it in wa- hot water or hot milk. It depends on your taste. And you little put some little marshmallows on top, and it's a little drink. But then you could put whipped cream on top of it. But then wouldn't it just be called hot chocolate water or hot chocolate milk? No. This chocolate milk, isn't that right? And that's cold. Why isn't that called cold chocolate? Because that is a syrup that you put in. What? How is that any fucking different? It just is. No, it's not, Trudy. It is. It is. It's syrup and powder. There's no fucking difference. It's still cocoa. Isn't there... If you had... If I heard the word hot chocolate, I'd just be thinking it's melted, burning chocolate, like hot fudge. No. Fudge is different, too. You have to make that a different way. A different way? With I what? Don't, I More don't know. sugar? I think there's sugar and butter. I don't know how to make fudge. I don't either. I'm just confused as to why it has to be called hot chocolate. When hot chocolate because could be misconstrued hot. as so many things. But this, if it was a, a melted chocolate is what you would call what you're thinking. But then isn't syrup just melted chocolate? No. Well, it has the same consistency. Syrup is like a cornstarch, but with chocolate in it. Alright, you know what, Grudy? How much is this going for? What is this being sold by? A What's canister? It's unbelievably cheap. A, a Ziploc baggie? So What's it's going two, in it? It's two canisters that we shrink wrap together. Um, You can't get one by itself. But it's $2,000 million. Okay, I didn't even know that was a figure, but sure. $2,000 million. Is. Is that being sold by the grain or what? No, it's per canister. Okay, I think we should sell by the grain, but so technically, for what we, what we package it as, it's four thousand million. Okay, four thousand million. But two thousand million for one canister. But, but we, we don't, don't sell, sell it individually. So then, why did you bring up that price, Trudy? <laughs> I just wanted people to know what they're getting. Only the little oh, bit. Oh, they know what they're getting. It's called crack cocaine, but it's just mixed with cocoa. Crack cocoa. It's crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good, wasn't it? It was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty good. All right. Well, that uh, sounds interesting. I mean, what's the purpose of it? Just tastes good. It's a drink. Okay. It makes you feel cozy inside. You get to drink it, you get your little book and your blanket. It's a rainy day. You drink some hot cocoa. You feel better about yourself. Okay, I'll It's sure. like vitamin D when you don't have vitamin D. Isn't there supplements for that? Yes, but this is better because it's chocolate. It is no good for you. But there's no vitamin D in chocolate. No, there is not. But then why it makes did you bring you that up? It makes you feel good. It makes you feel like the sun is on your face. Is that? But it's warming your body. Okay. All right, sure. So if you want a hot cup of sunshine, go to drudytrudy.shop and get your hot chocolate. Back to the podcast. Here's a serious poll, serious question that you guys should come actually comment genuinely on our latest Instagram post. Please tell me um, 
do you guys like it when we're concise or do you prefer when we go off on tangents? Because like the episodes are shorter when we're concise and like have our shit together. But like, I think that there's something endearing about us absolutely losing our minds about either a movie or when we're doing our Drudy Trudy. I mean, when Drudy and Trudy are there and they're going crazy because we're definitely not them. We're completely separate people. Yeah. What are you talking about, Ariana? We hired those bitches. (laughs) So I just want to know genuinely if you guys prefer the longer episodes where we are a little bit nuts or if you would prefer us being like concise all the time. Well, you the won't problem get is, it. is that there's some, but I think it's fine. I think sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. I'm just saying you won't get it. Like you won't get one or the other. Don't care what you think. I just want to know. Oh. Like, I'm not going to change our podcast for you. <laughs> Screw <laughs> up. But I'm just, I'm just curious if people, like... I'm just saying that sometimes the episodes are shorter and concise because there's not much to say on things. Yeah, because some of these movies are trash. Yeah. Anyway, that was just, like, a very quick um, commercial. And, like, we didn't really break as often as, like, like last week. Yeah, the I know. The two, it was bad. I couldn't stop laughing at you. It was insane. Yeah, I'm aware. It was a pain in the ass to edit. (laughs) I'm just saying. Anyway. (laughs) So uh, Nakasumi realizes that his toy design has been stolen, and Draken has been selling them through the Bueno Nacho restaurant chain. Yeah. And all these kids are, like, obsessed with this new toy called, they're called Los Diablos, which is just the devils. So um, they're, like, little devil toys that all these kids are buying. And uh, Ron is absolutely losing his mind about Bueno Nacho. He's like, I can't even get in line anymore because all these kids want this toy. Yeah. And he's so upset and he goes to his little clubhouse treehouse. But he's also upset too because his best friend has a boyfriend now. She's only been hanging out with Eric this whole time. And he's been, and he's kind of realizing that. Him saying that they're just friends is not completely true and accurate to his feelings. Right. So he's hiding up in his little treehouse with Rufus. Kim gets home and her parents are like, hey, you might want to go talk to Ron. He's feeling down. So she goes and chats with him. Um, They kind of like remember back to when they were younger. Uh, when we were young. And he says something about how he went to summer camp. And he's like, that was the worst summer of my life. And she's like, well, aside from the mosquito bites and the, like, she's naming all these horrible things that happened to him. And then he's like, well, the worst part was that I wasn't with my best friend. And that was really yeah. sweet. Very sweet. So, uh, yeah, then. Let's see. By the way, update. I don't know if anybody cares, but I'm giving you one anyway. Update. The Afrin addiction has been going well, like the getting over it. Your withdrawal system? Yes. My one nostril is plugged right now, but I haven't used it in a week. Yeah, it'd be a week now. So I think... Yeah. Round of applause. Round of applause for me going a week without using Afrin. I'm really proud of myself. After I just like it noted years. because I'm going to edit out all of that raucous you did before. The raucous? Yes. I just like it noted that Ariana took 800 hours to find that applause that button. That was not 800 <laughs> hours. Well, it felt like it. We need to get a label for that board so you know which button is which. <laughs> yeah. But guys, it's been 
oh, a little over five years of me using that every day. I'm using proud of Afrin. you, Ariana. Really and I have gone an entire week. I realize that that's not much, but it's a lot to me. So um, then they're all getting ready for the dance. And Rufus is helping out Ron with his suit. Eric comes to pick up Kim. And first, Dad Dr. Possible is like kind of, it seems like he's questioning him or he's like, uh, I have a quick note. Hold on. About, we just talked about this, but about the guy's bodies in this cartoon. (laughs) Every single guy's body is like the longest fucking torso you've ever seen in your life and the shortest legs. (laughs) Yeah. It makes everyone look like they're wearing MC Hammer pants. I just wanted to note that real quick. (laughs) Well, this is also when I started to become, this has nothing to do with whatever the hell you were just saying. And yo, please move on. I am. (laughs) But like, this was also the point where I started to get really suspicious of Eric. Because all of a sudden he's like, he's kind of acting weird. Like, he's too perfect. And even, like, the parents are acknowledging it. Yeah. And um, he does this thing where he, there are, like, rockets that come out of the, the it was the little devil things. The little devil toys fly out and Eric avoids them, like, perfectly. And they're like, right. the dad's like, nice reflexes, son. And I went, that's suspicious. And then he goes, where's your dad or your mom? And he goes, well, I just, I only have a dad and he's busy working on this big project and i said mel that's dragon's kid and i was like and i was like dragon has a son (laughs) so then (laughs) uh kim comes down the stairs in a she's all that fashion (laughs) and then like you said the diablos toys come flying because her twin brothers are playing with them and um yeah so then she's getting ready to go the mom wants, is it the mom or the dad who wants to take a picture of the them? dad? The so mom the, is like, um, she looks at a photo of Ron and Kim and she looks sad. And she's like, this is really depressing. That's not Ron taking her to prom. Yeah. And then the dad takes a Excuse picture of them. Me? The mom is the best shipper. I love when people in the show <laughs> or movie ship the people that I want to be together. Tell me about it. Well, Teen, Teen Wolf. Wolf? <laughs> Aries making me watch Teen Wolf. I don't think we've talked about this. Maybe we haven't at all. No. But she's making me watch Teen Wolf. Because it's a fantastic show. It's really good. Have you guys ever seen it? Style Stalinsky, man. He's clearly the best character. He is. (laughs) But like Tyler's character, Tyler Posey's character, Scott. Yeah, the only time I like Scott is when he's just shipping Styles with Lydia. Just blatantly like, hey, uh... You ever notice these two? Aren't they good together? And I'm like, yes, they are, Scott. <laughs> You're right. I haven't liked you for most of the season, but wow. I finally agree with you on the topic. <laughs> I can't believe it. We're friends now. <laughs> like, I will get on this ship with you if that's what we're doing. <laughs> anyway. Come along, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. It's been fun. Well, because I forced her. She made me watch Glee. There are so many things. So I made her watch Pretty Little Liars. And then she was like, let's watch... There's it's a there's a too many shows there. The Mentalist, and then we were watching Fringe, and then we watched The Mentalist way before, way before we watched Glee, though. It was Mentalist Glee, PLL. I but I also made you watch Freaks and Geeks. It was mostly me making Ariana watch shows, and then, and then finally then, I said, you know what? I threw <laughs> you. I'm gonna force you to watch my shit. Now, first of all, she forced me to watch Pretty Little Liars, which 
terrible show. <laughs> oh and I acknowledge God. it. I told her, I said, you're not going to like it. But the, you have to watch it. <laughs> I mean, there was some... It's great to watch because it's great to shit talk throughout the entire yes, thing. Yes, it is a great guilty pleasure of mine. Right. It's like a fun thing to watch if you're planning on making fun of it the whole time. And rolling your eyes. Yeah. Sorry except to any for, of you that like Except for Bianca Lawson's character, Maya is the best, and I can't believe what they did to her. Anyway... <laughs> We don't need to talk about I, Marlene, and her problems. <laughs> so, let's get back to the movie. Let's get back to it. So then they're at the dance. Eric and Kim are doing some weird disco stuff, even though it's 2005. <laughs> it is weird. The whole vibe is off. And Ron is sadly at Bueno Nacho, trying to order stuff. And then we realize that Lars... um is evil because Ron goes to make a complaint and he's like, I'm going to complain to your boss. So he gets Wade to get him through to the CEO of Bueno Nacho. Which then we find out is Dr. Draken. But I feel like we already knew that because he's like, I've taken over a big corporation. And then all of a sudden they show shots of Bueno Nacho. Yeah. So it wasn't as big a plot I mean, it's listen, it's the foreshadowing is there. Yeah. They just over foreshadowed. True. But this is the characters realizing that Dr. Draken is like yes. up to something even bigger than what they originally said. And the cashier from before is like, this this guy is evil. And he's like been trying to secretly tell him. Who is the guy whose voice has never changed. He was in Greece too. He was He was in, in Greece the original. And he was in Greece too. <laughs> you act- he was Shut up. I love Greece too. I'll fight you. I know, but you act like he was only in Greece too. You could have just said he's in both Greeces. I don't care. And then he's the little boy in the Polar Express. The L-E. What the heck does that mean? Man's voice has never changed and never will. Well, yeah. I think he was in the Grease Live, too. He probably was. That wouldn't surprise me at all. So um, Ron tries to ring Kim, and she ignores it because Monique is like, don't answer your phone. And then Eric comes over, and he's like, yeah, I'm sure Wade will be fine. So she's like, you're right. And then they keep dancing. Ron runs to the dance to warn Kim about what's going on. And it's that Dr. Dragon has used all these little devil toys to, like, electronically create a giant, bigger synth droid that's going to destroy people, I guess, yeah. all over the world. So um, he's trying to warn Kim about that. But then all of the little Diablos are hiding, so it looks like Ron is losing his no. mind. <laughs> There's been a, a few shows that have done that. Yeah. In movies, where it's like the the hero really is like guys, they end up looking crazy, right? And then um, she finally looks at her phone and sees what Wade has sent her, which is the tech inside of each of the little toys. Yeah. So they kind of figure out what the plan is with her dad, Doctor Possible, <laughs> and then um, they decide to i'm just skipping this whole sequence here because it doesn't matter it's just a whole lot of nonsense so then they decide to go to dr draken's lair kim puts on her new sick ass suit her super suit which is basically um it's still in testing is the problem. yeah and wade tries to warn her about that which i thought was going to be more of a thing it, but not. her suit ends up working just perfectly it's, it works to her benefit, nothing goes wrong at all. I guess sometimes you gotta risk it to get the biscuit. I knew you were gonna say that, <laughs> and it kind of bothers me that I did. 
like you said sometimes you gotta risk it and then you said you followed it up with sometimes you gotta risk it and i said she's gonna say get to get the biscuit (laughs) in my head (laughs) i'm annoyed but her suit is cool because it kind of like self-heals like she gets just scratched. like my mental health. <laughs> I mean, it she, doesn't. She gets scratched by uh, in her suit, and then the suit closes up over the scratch. But it doesn't heal her. I guarantee you, she's just bleeding out. <laughs> I I know. Like her suit repairs itself, but it doesn't repair her wound. So I don't know. Check the wound. <laughs> so then, um, Shigo and Kim fight again. It's awesome. That is such a cool shot. It is. It's like a blue, blue versus green. Yeah, blue v green color scheme going on. Nice rhymes. Blue v green color scheme, and then I don't know what Ron is she doing. Makes a lot up in it. Ron's just kind of standing on the side, making jokes well, as he usually does. He's standing on the side, but he's he was trying to help and almost got killed. So I think it's probably for the best if you just stay still. Yeah. So oh, she- then we see Eric. Right, Eric comes along. And Kim runs and embraces him. And, and then, then he electrocutes her. Because it turns he's out a fucking drone. He's a synthodroid. So he's Dr. Draken's creation, so I guess he is Dr. Draken's son. But he's not real. He's but not I real. also kind of ship Eric and Shigo. <laughs> Shigo would never date a synthodroid, though. No. She did say that he was hot, though. Yeah, she did. So then Ron and Kim are tied up. With all of the Bueno Nacho memorabilia <laughs> and oh, merchandise. Yeah. This is something Mel thought was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, so <laughs> they're tied up. I think Ron is kind of a little bit confessing to her that he maybe was a little bit jealous of Eric because he's starting to feel more than just best friend feelings for her. But before we can delve further into that statement, Rufus is there and he's trying to bite through the rope and they're like, Go get my purse. That's what Kim says to Rufus. So he goes into her purse and she's like, get my lipstick. And he gets it and his head pops up and his cute little face has lipstick on it. Because he got her actual lipstick. And then Ron's like, not that lipstick, the laser lipstick tube. So then he pulls that out. But I thought it was so funny. Yeah, Melissa was dead. It's great. Rufus with his little lipstick on. I can't really judge you though because... It was cute. Because of the next, on Friday, you'll hear about my stupidity, so. Oh, true. So, then um, he sets them free. It's uh, it's go time. She's got another weapon given to her by Wade. I guess Wade is also kind of like. A, the best? He is, because he's not just like the guy in the chair. He also is creating these weapons that he gives is to her. Is Wade supposed to be the same age as them, or is he younger? And how much know. younger? Because he's not. I don't know how old he's supposed to be, but uh, I'm gonna then, look it up. Um, Draken, you know his army of droids is growing and growing. It kind of looks like the end of Iron Man three with all of the fucking Iron Man suits that are flying around. If you haven't seen it, like Ariana hasn't, um, then you don't know what I'm talking about. But it's what it looks like, and she gets this electromagnetic gun that Wade has given to her. And um, she's you, aiming for this big tower that's powering everything. I think Monique and Wade are related, and he is 10 years old. Okay, great. So okay. <laughs> then she, she eventually is able to shoot the little gun thing to the tower, but Eric catches it. Then Rufus... There was a moment where Eric had insulted Rufus, the naked mole rat, and he's like, your naked mole rat is stupid. It's like, you know, 
I don't remember exactly what, but Rufus is offended, so he hops into Eric's little pocket, and then on the tower he hops out and bites into his leg. Can I tell you how terrifying this shot was? It's really I disturbing. Poop, I pooped my pants. Eric just starts to shrivel up. Yeah, he shrivels up like he's getting like, the air sucked out um, of his whole body. Like in The Little Mermaid, when they turn into those little things. That's what he looked like. Like when Ursula turns Trayton oh, into the little like shrimpy looking. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. Um, so yeah, it's really disturbing, but Shigo not going to want to be with him now. The green goo leaks out of him and he he's dead even though he was never alive. And then the electromagnetic thing lands on the tower and it shuts down everything. Draken's been defeated. Classic Kim possible move. Shigo and Kim are chatting in the rain. It's really romantic (laughs) i I love it so much then they get to the prom because kim's like we've still got somewhere to go we've got to go get dressed up again and ron's like what for so they go to the dance together bonnie's like what the fuck are you guys doing here and then she starts laughing because she's like kim is with loser ron and everybody else goes yeah yeah everyone is so excited that they're together and then it ends with them dancing. And Ryder Strong is also in this movie. Yeah, he's a he's the voice of Bonnie's boyfriend, isn't he? Yeah. Or at least Bonnie's yeah. guy she took to the dance. So then they're doing Captain a Captain of the football team. Yeah. Then they're doing a slow dance and they end with a kiss. It's the first Which time Which was wild. Yeah, it's the first time Ron and Kim have ever kissed. And then they went back to the show and I'm pretty sure they acted like nothing happened in this because movie. Because the show went on for two more years. Right. And they were like you remember that movie? That wasn't canon with the show. It's like, what? What was the point? <laughs> yeah. So that's the end of that movie. What was your moral of the story, Ari? Um, my moral of the story was, I guess um, my moral of the story is don't always go for the hot guy. Go for your feelings. <laughs> okay follow your heart that's my moral of the story is okay. follow your heart all right great <laughs> three words follow your heart moral of the story mine is if you have the decision to go and be with ron eric or shigo you always fucking pick shigo you always pick shigo and um i don't know if that's immoral but i don't care that's the lesson I learned. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> All right. Bye. Well, we'll see you next time. <laughs>